Welcome back to yet another episode of Healing Woman Podcast, a sacred space for women on their journey of growth and transformation. I am your host, Timbria Nichelle, and on today's episode, I thought it would be fitting to close out 2023 with all the insightful lessons learned this year. Tis the season for rest and reflection, and I've learned so much this year. It has been a lot happening, but for the betterment of me, which means 2024 is going to be phenomenal because I have tools that I didn't have before. I like to think that when I speak about the lessons I've learned, these are lessons that have turned into infinite wisdom because when God, the universe, whoever it is that you believe, sends us people, experiences, trials, and tribulations to learn from, if that lesson is not understood and that experience, we'll have a totally separate experience afterwards with the same lesson but different people different scenarios but the lesson is still the same so these are lessons that i have truly grasped and have grown from the biggest thing that i learned this year is to be what you want to feel to manifest something you need to embody that state of being the sheer magic of immersing myself in the essence of what I want to manifest has transformed my life. It's not just about daydreaming the outcomes. It's about fully embracing the feelings and energy that are tied to those dreams. This transformative concept has literally became a cornerstone for me, a reminder that becoming what I yearn to feel is the secret sauce to aligning my vibrations to my desires. It's also very important that we speak our truth or someone else will. My entire life, I have let people speak for me. And that was some childhood trauma that I hadn't processed yet. Growing up being the oldest and in a hostile environment, it wasn't always hostile, but more often than not, it was. And I learned quickly being brought up in the black community, in a black household, that you don't speak on anything that happens in this household. You keep your mouth closed, keep your head down and your mouth closed. And I took that with me into my adult years and it got to the point where I fought and stuff. I I used to fight a lot. Um, But then when I became responsible for myself and my child, I bit my tongue a lot to keep from starting arguments or altercations. I felt like people don't care what you have to say, so don't speak. And my voice was caged. When it came to expressing myself, I couldn't do that. But speaking your truth will set you free. It's about unearthing the authenticity within you and letting it shine. There's an undeniable power in embracing your unique voice. This lesson, straight from the heart of my own journey, has been a catalyst for empowerment. It's not just about finding your voice, but also recognizing the strength that comes with owning it. In a world that sometimes encourages us to conform and keep quiet and 
be normal. Speaking your truth becomes an act of self-love and a declaration of your individuality that resonates with a force beyond words. And I cannot express enough how important it is to say what you feel. You don't have to suffer in silence. I had a conversation with my friend a couple weeks ago and I really wanted to apologize to her because when I wasn't speaking my truth, when I didn't feel comfortable for whatever reason to speak my truth, I, I felt like my boundaries were being disregarded. And in all actuality, boundaries cannot be disregarded where there are no boundaries. When we fail to speak our truth, we fail to uphold those boundaries. And that's something else I learned. Setting boundaries will save you a lot of emotional turmoil. It really didn't dawn on me until I realized how often I stretched myself thin. Navigating the chaos without clear borders, stress became my consistent companion, threatening to overwhelm me. Setting boundaries wasn't just a suggestion, it became my lifeline, saving me from an emotional roller coaster I willingly boarded. That's the kicker. I willingly boarded that when I neglected my own limits. It's more than just saying no. It's a radical act of self-love and preservation. As I started defining the edges of my emotional space, the turmoil lessened, I created healthier relationships, and it really saved me. But something else that saved me this year was knowing the unconditional love of God. Oh my gosh. It's not just a concept, but a comforting embrace. A reminder that even when my life is going through shit, Okay, there's a love that remains unwavering. I am still loved. Through challenges and triumphs, through people leaving my life, through people letting me down, God, the universe, the love I receive has always acted as an anchor grounding me and offering me comfort in moments of uncertainty. It's a love that doesn't judge but understands. It doesn't demand, but patiently waits our recognition. In the whispers of every day, I've come to realize that leaning into this love is like finding a sanctuary within myself. So I'm able to come here on this podcast with all of you amazing, beautiful women and create that same or similar sanctuary. I also learned that God loves me unconditionally. The universe loves me unconditionally and they want you to succeed. There is no ill intent towards you. When people are like, why me? Why me? Why not you? You know, it's not happening to you, but for you. And it's just, it's manifesting in a way that you will understand and recognize. Through so many of my hardships, I realized really this year that I was idolizing other things, going to things like weed or marijuana to help with my problems without realizing that that was a slap in the face to the universe. Seeking comfort in external sources was like turning my back on 
the divine energy that courses through me, that is given to me on a daily basis every morning when I wake up. It was as if the universe's whispers were urging me to find strength from within rather than relying on external crutches like weed. Or for you, it could be drinking or gambling or your shopaholic or coffee. <laughs> like sometimes we have to get rid of those temporary escapes. Realizing that I was idolizing weed was a dismissal of the sacred connection that I have with God. And once I grasped that, my perspective shifted. I have not had marijuana in about two days. Um, and woo, two days. But coming from somebody that smokes every day, all day, this is big for me. This is big for me and I refuse to turn to it. I've been stressed out. My relationship has been rocky. It's Christmas time, but I'm choosing to lean into the tender love of God and the universe. It's a reminder that true healing comes from within and acknowledging this truth has become a compass to guiding me back to my authentic source of strength and resilience. It's really hard sometimes when we lose the people that we care about. And I lost my friend for a moment in time. I lost some family members. I lost other friends, um, acquaintances. It just felt like I had no one. And was I the problem? But when I truly looked at it, instead of getting upset that this person has left my life or mad that I even gave that man the time of day, I had to realize that it's never truly a loss when people lose, I mean, when people leave your life. There are so many reasons why, and it's always beneficial to your journey. Enjoy the experiences and time you get to share with people in this world. That is something my mother's death has taught me. And it's amazing. We get very territorial over people. We get very egotistical. Um, we always think something is happening to us. Like, you did this to me. Me, 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 me. It really saved me a lot of sleepless nights. When I took a break from my relationship, I was sick physically. I couldn't eat. I was on a hamster wheel in my head about what I could have said, what I should have done, what I what I need to do, how I need to respond. And all I was just going, my anxiety was going. And what brought me back to center was, no, I am so grateful to have met that person. Life is about living and sharing experiences with other people. Humans, we need connections, you know? So I am grateful because in every connection I make, I'm gaining something. The last big lesson I learned in 2023 is to go for it. Just go for it, just do it. This podcast has been in the making for two years, two years. And the first episode came out in September, I'm sorry, there's construction going on outside of my house and they're always loud, oh, even in the morning, like four or five o'clock, it's ridiculous. But anyway, just go for it because when you actually do it, you will learn how to perfect it over time, but it will only happen when you choose to start. 
too often we're in our heads about how we're going to accomplish a task. And we know the mind can be the, either be an asset or a limitation. We've talked about this on episodes before. You just have to do it. Take one small step. If you're thinking about starting a business, create a separate account page so you can reach more people on there. Um, create posts or flyers or infographics on Canva for free, for funsies, you know, just to get your feet wet. There's no better time than now because it sounds cliche, but tomorrow is not guaranteed for any of us. And I've learned so much sharing this space with you guys this year. As we wrap up, a reminder that each lesson is a thread and a tapestry of your growth. You are resilient, capable, and worthy of the life you envision. And that is something I need you to know before the end of the year. I'd love to hear your reflections and lessons from 2023. Share your insights with the community on at healingwoman underscore podcast on Instagram, or even here, leave reviews so we can have that dialogue. And let's continue this journey of healing and learning together. May the lessons of today shape the wisdom of tomorrow. Until next time, peace and love.